All right, guys, it's about that time. Chris Brooks here with you for another edition of the Rebels 247 podcast from inside the Rebels on the 247 Sports Network. What's today? My days run together. Today, Tuesday? Yeah, today's Tuesday, May the 3rd. You know what tomorrow is. That means it's May the 4th. Be with you. Big radio day. Big radio day. May the 4th be with you. Hope you're having a good morning wherever you are. The show is brought to you by Capital Ortho. CapitalOrtho.com. CapitalOrtho.com here in the central Mississippi area. I'll be out there Thursday with my uh, my middle kid. Caleb's got to have surgery this week. and So uh, be sending thoughts and prayers to him if you don't mind early Thursday morning. Hopefully that goes well. As my oldest still does the high school baseball thing and the playoffs, so we're staying busy with uh, with them. But always appreciate my friends at Capital Ortho and everything they do out there. Some of the best doctors you're going to find anywhere. But uh, but Dr. Andy Bryant's going to do the surgery on Caleb Thursday. Andy's an awesome guy and, and terrific doctor. But show brought to you by Capital Ortho, also by Sound and Communications. That's SoundcomAV.com. Soundcom av.com and really the show is also brought to you by uh, country pleasing sausage my friend henry cooper uh awesome dude also country meat packers here in the central mississippi area but um you'll see country pleasing sausage all over the southeast gets up it's that time of year it's getting in the spring it's hot outside go out and grill you or something how about that nothing wrong with that but appreciate them all being part of the show and also the rogue for those of you that like to, to look good, who doesn't like to look good? Luke Abney and, and the rogue Luke's got a, has a kid, same age as my oldest Connor. We've been friends a long time as our kids have played each other, but you also support the rogue. If you're here in the, this area, and even if you're not, you can still give them a call, get some clothes, uh, but appreciate Luke. I want to get into two things here. Okay. Two things here on a Tuesday. There's nothing going on really today. There's nothing scheduled Ole Miss related. No softball, baseball. There's none of that stuff. It is National Teacher Appreciation Day. You can, would it kill you to tell a teacher thank you? No, it wouldn't. You can do that. And there's all these weird days today. I'm looking here at my list. It's National Paranormal Day. That would have been an easy topic. Best paranormal movie out there. Easy. Ghostbusters. Not even a close second. That new Ghostbusters movie too also is pretty dang good. The one that's the, not the girl one, which I was fine too, but because that's not really directly from the old ones, but this new one, I can't remember what they called it. Maybe Afterlife that kind of picked up where the old Ghostbusters left off. That was a pretty good movie, but best paranormal movie all time. It's got to be that. It's Ghostbusters. Doesn't scare the crap out of you. It's easy to watch. It's funny. It's got Bill Murray in it. Plus it had Dan Aykroyd in it. I mean, you're not going to beat that. Rick Moranis, who else was in there? What's Egon's name? Oh my gosh. What's Egon's name? I never can remember his name. Um, now that's going to bother me. How am I going to do the rest of this podcast without knowing that? Man, I can't. I'm sorry. I, I can't do the rest of the podcast without knowing that. Ghostbusters cast. Yeah, that's, that's fingers clicking here. Um, Harold Ramis. How did I forget that? Scorny Weaver was in that movie too. This is the best paranormal movie of all time. The original Ghostbusters. So hey, give that a watch today here on Paranormal Day. Two things I want to get into. 
the NFL draft we did yesterday, but I'm going to finish the show with that. I want to get into which drafted player will have the longest career in the NFL. Might surprise you with that one. But first, okay, not to be controversial here. Look, I understand when we talk coaches, it becomes divisive. I'm not trying to sway you one way or the other, right? I'm just giving you an opinion, giving you my personal opinion. You can like it or not like it. I'm not trying to swing you one way or the other. Everybody has an opinion right, right now on Mike Bianco, and we'll see where that goes. I wanted to go another direction. I know Kermit Davis Jr. did not have a good year. I get this. I am pulling for Kermit. He's a good friend of a good friend of mine, Mike Jones, longtime coach at Mississippi College. He and Kermit are really tight. And uh, Mike's a mentor of mine, awesome person also. That's three awesome people I've dropped in you, four, four in one podcast. And he's really good friends with Kermit. I know, I think Kermit's a, a really good dude. And it's easy to pull for people like that. Doesn't mean they have lifetime contracts. It's not what that means. But it does mean I pull for those people to do well on top of the fact that he's the Ole Miss coach. And yeah, you could have debated the the fourth year coming back. Yes, of course. But now that Keith Carter's made that decision, it doesn't do any good to pull against it. That doesn't do any good. It doesn't help anything. I'm pulling for him. I hope he does well. I have thought those long, those odds to be very long that they could get that turned around. But look, I'm looking at something this morning. And very quietly, I think Kermit has built a roster like I am. I'm cautiously optimistic, and I was exact opposite here the last several weeks, thinking, well, next year's not going to be any better. And then there were was news out there. They're having a hard time bringing in transfers. They're having a hard time finding talent. And all that was out there. You guys have read that not just on our site, but probably a lot of sites. And I think that was true. But he's managed to put together a roster. And uh, I'm getting into this because they just picked up the Lafayette um, center transfer. I'm going to butcher this name. Don't really care. Theo Aquaba. Aquaba. It doesn't matter. Well, it does matter. I don't, I'm not going to tell Theo that it doesn't matter. His name matters. But uh, for the purposes of this podcast, I just gone, let's just go first name. Theo. They picked up this 6'11, 225 pounder. He's from Alabama, played at Lafayette, Louisiana. It's always going to be ULL to me. I apologize to those people, but that I don't know how to get around that. So in my whole life, ULL, I can't, I can't stop. But this cat, 6'11", they needed a length. He averaged nine and eight last year, two blocks per game. He was Sunbelt Defensive Player of the Year two years ago. Okay, that's a nice addition at a position that they needed this. Uh, he's at Lafayette, so I'm not going to tell you he's coming in to be a world beater. That's a nice addition. But l- before I get into all the additions, I do want to mention this. I'm looking at the roster this morning. Yeah, Jarkel Joyner leaving hurt him. There were rumors out there that Deshaun Ruffin was going to go. And if and if Ruffin went, um, Murrell might go. And uh, I, at that point, you're you're done. But they don't. And, you, and Deshaun's coming off of an injury, but still. I'm looking at the stats from last year. Deshaun's back. Um, Muriel's back. Breakfield is back. Robert Allen's back. Okay, you're talking there four of your six leading scores from last year. And I know Robert Allen didn't play a whole lot of games last year, um, but he would have had a good year. Uh, the games that he did play, I'm looking at his numbers now. 
He did average what did Robert average last year? Seven point three. Seven point yeah, seven point right at seven, six point five, rather. Breakfield's back, you have Muriel back, Ruffin. Ruffin and, and Muriel back, that's two good guards, two of your three leading scorers. All right, so you have some scoring back already. I think Breakfield will be much better this year. Okay, but look, this is going to be an optimistic podcast. So just bear with me. Nothing wrong with a little optimism here on Tuesday morning. It's good for the soul. But let's say Breakfield comes back a better version. Long 6'8 guard just has to, he has to play 6'8. Some guys are 6'8 and they play like they're six foot. He has to remember he's 6'8. I think he could he could make a jump this year. But let's say there, there is some talent coming back there, granted from a bad team, but there are some pieces there. And then they go out, they add this center from Lafayette. You add another defensive player that's coming in from Jackson State. Um, the kid out of Brandon, Javius McKinnis, another 6'7 kid, long, 225 pounds, 2.2 blocks himself, 10 rebounds, 10 points. Very athletic. And then I know it was kind of a running joke with the NAIA thing, but that kid's 6'6", 210, and put up All-American numbers on an NIIA level, 15 points, nine boards, three steals. Not saying he's a world beater either, and it's hard to move up classifications. But they did add a lot of athleticism with those three guys. 6'11", 6'7", 6'6", long guys. They had some scoring coming back already, particularly with Ruffin and Morrell. And then you look at the signing class that they're also bringing in. You never can count on these guys to come in and play immediately. But it's not out of the realm of possibility that these guys come in and they're ready to play. Um, the Loyola kid, Miles Burns, I should probably throw his name in there. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Then the kids that they're bringing in that are heralded, uh, Malik Ewan, TJ Caldwell, Amari Abram, I'm looking at it now, three top 100 kids according to ESPN, 6'10", 6'4", 6'4". Robert Cowherd, another kid out of um, out of Georgia. I think he is, yeah, Grayson, Georgia, 6'5", guard. They've added some athleticism to this roster. I'm just telling you, don't throw dirt on it yet. I would not throw dirt on it yet. And look, and yes, you take this with a grain of salt, but I'm seeing several national basketball people uh, media guys that are tweeting positive things about Kermit. It's because he's a likable guy. Again, doesn't mean you get a lifetime contract for being a likable guy, but it does. It doesn't mean you don't pull for them. And there's nothing wrong with that for wanting, you know, some good things to happen to good people. And yeah, it would be great because he's the old Miss coach, but I would not throw dirt on him yet. That's all I'm telling you. And that's as far as I'll go with that. I am a, I'm kind of optimistic about next basketball season. We'll see where it goes, but uh, I'm at the least interested to see how all those pieces fit together and how it looks. And I think you guys would at least agree with this. They added some people to this roster that I think when I turn on the TV or the video streaming next year, whatever I'm watching, I could see that being a team that gets after it. That's one of those things that means something to me. Now, yeah, it has to be followed with wins, but just a team that gets after people, plays hard, guards, defends, looks like they want to be there. Okay, that that at least is a good starting point for me. I like to see that kind of basketball. So I'm pulling for Kermit. Now, to the NFL draft, 
And we'll wrap up with this real quick. The guys that were drafted, which one is going to have the longest career in the NFL? You have Sam Williams that went first pick out of this group. Matt Corral goes in the third round. Snoop Connor goes in the fifth. And Chance Campbell, Mark Robinson, Dean Leonard, all these guys drafted a little bit later, but they get drafted. Sam Williams would be the easy one if you want to just go with the highest drafted guy. And yeah, Dallas has has done something with guys like Sam Williams. That would not be shocking if he's very good. And really, these are two conversations you could have. Who's going to be the best pro or who's going to have the longest career? These aren't necessarily the same thing. I look at Snoop Connor, and that kid to me has always just looked NFL you know what I mean like even out of high school and yeah the fact that he makes good decisions and I think he has some character to him and I think he'll play hard I think he I think he's a guy that a coach in the NFL or a GM in the NFL Snoop is a guy they want on their roster now you can't have a bunch of guys with no talent you know what I'm saying here he's a guy they like like a Brandon Bolden what he's been able to do I think there's some versatility to him. He can run between the tackles. I think he'll he'll learn to play special teams. If they need that, we'll see. I think he can catch the football. I, I think he could have a long career. He looks NFL to me. Now, it wouldn't shock me if somebody like Mark Robinson just hung around the league for a decade doing nothing but just playing max effort, 100%, impacting games as a special teamer, and if you watched him at Ole Miss this year, which you did, I mean, that dude, he's a missile coming at you. You know what I mean? Like, he's that guy. Like, he's coming. Throws his body around. He could be a guy that has that career. But it's, you could make an argument for all these guys. Maybe Chance Campbell's that guy. Um, I'm hoping it's Matt Corral and things click for him and that he has a long career. If it's today, I think I'm going to go with Snoop Connor. For the player that's going to hit the highest highs, I really think you got to go with Sam Williams. There's only one thing that bothers me and worries me a little bit with Sam. You have to make good decisions. Look, I mentioned this on another podcast. Coming out of junior college, I talked to several junior college coaches that did not think he would work at Ole Miss, and it was not talent-related. It was ju- it was other things. It was either character or off the field or decision-making. It was those things. I didn't always play hard back then, chose what plays to play, you know, things like that. At least I'd look, that's, and to be fair to Sam, at least that's what was being told to me by a couple coaches. I thought he played hard at Ole Miss. Um, you know, light switch came on, something came on. But that kid is, he's an unbelievable talent. Uh, all pro type talent, he has that. You can't set a school record in sacks without that. You can't be among the leaders in the SEC in sacks without that. Not that league. It is in him to be a great NFL pro. Uh, Fingers crossed he makes good decisions. He keeps doing what he was doing the last couple of years. You know, hey, straight and narrow here, focused on football, make some money, have a career. I think he'll have the highest high out of this group. I could see him having a big year next year in Dallas. Wouldn't be shocked at that in the least. All right, I'm going to throw some of this on the board. We can get into some of these discussions. There's not much else going on today. 
enjoy your paranormal day. You pop Ghostbusters in there or whatever your paranormal movie is. Thank a teacher for National Teacher Appreciation Day. My oldest kid has two more days of school left. That's crazy. That's crazy. But enjoy the rest of your day. Really appreciate y'all. That's a fact. Enjoy the rest of your day. Stay out of trouble. And uh, until tomorrow, appreciate y'all. See you later.